0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport, weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit Uh smithstimber.co.uk.
1: massive news the Newark Flowserve will need to purchase the latest edition of the AA Route Finder and as cricket gets into full swing we actually get a full day's play on a Saturday, we talk to all the clubs that's been making the news over summer-ish weekend, this is of course the renowned Radio Newark Sport and Flow Serve have been told by the FA they will play in the Midland Football League next season including in that a 220-mile round trip to Worcester, amongst other exotic days out. The club have also announced that one of the county's most respective administrators has joined the club. Kevin Pressland starts work as secretary on the 1st of June. Intercricket and Balderton get their first victory of the season. Collingham blow it at LSA. Chasing just over the ton at 50 for none. It was all out. Newark RM and Farnden, proudly fit first and second in Division D, but it was a defeat for Newark RM, a victory for Farnden. And Bolton Seconds lose by four runs in the Radio Newark's featured match. And two 13-year-olds make their debut. Matt Wade's back in football. He's taken over at the not-senior-league-side Curtain Brickworks for the new season. He thinks that's going to be fun. And Southwell City win the not-senior-league-cup by beating Champion Stapleford by six goals to one. Jonathan Nussey scoring a hat-trick. As Tony's least favourite side finishes with only nine men. This is going to be a cracker tonight. It really is. Tony's out on the phones already. Who are we going to go to first? You'll find that one out in a couple of moments. <laughs> on the phones tonight, Harry Atkinson, David Lynn, David Pipes, Mark Everington. And hopefully, we're starting with Newark Flow Save. Not Craig Roach tonight. But the Joint Assistant Manager, Steve Kirkham, joins us on the phone. Steve, welcome to Radio Newark. Hiya, Mick. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. It's been a massive, massive weekend for your club, and I think we've got lots to talk about, haven't we? Uh, First of all, Steve, how shocked was you on, uh, well, probably late Saturday night, but certainly early Sunday morning, to find out that you was going to be going to Wolverhampton, Worcester, Hereford and all places like that?
2: Uh, I think it was a shock to everyone, to be honest. Um, I think you always get a bit of an inkling of where you might end up, and that was probably at the bottom of the three leagues we could have gone into. Um, so, yeah, it probably is worst-case scenario, but I think every league's got tough teams in it. Every league does a fair bit of travelling, so it's got to take it on the chin, really, and start preparing from now.
1: It's a... Me some massive leak I mean, first question I've got to ask you, I mean, according to what now seems to be the FA's official news outlet, the non-league paper, all clubs have seven days to an appeal if you don't like where you've put them. In the past, I think four teams managed to overturn what the FA had decided. Is it on the radar, at Flowserve to do something like that, or are you accepting what you've got?
2: Um, I think that's more for Gary, um, but personally, from my point of view, um, I think he's Take what you're given. Uh, That's football. Um, We've got to start preparing now. And realistically, um, you're looking at probably an extra 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, Either way, you're going to have long journeys. A lot of the players travel from all over. Um, So, for me, I just want to get started, really. I want to (laughs) start preparing. We know what teams are there. And uh, I just want to get going again.
1: I mean, you go into some big grounds and you go into some clubs that's got some... Big budgets. Last season for, for, have had it sort of thrown at them almost every single week about being the money bags team. Uh, the tables have turned almost completely, haven't they?
2: Yeah, there's some big clubs. Uh, I think that's probably one of the pluses of going into that league. It's a good test. It's exciting. Um, it's something new. And, um, yeah, uh, it'd be nice to be the underdogs. Uh, I think, probably last season, it was the budget was nowhere near what people probably assumed, but they don't like it when a new team comes in. They're doing well. They're successful. They probably look for reasons why that's happened um, rather than probably the hard work left on at the club. Um, but, yeah, uh, teams like Worcester, who in the... Well, it's unthinkable they were in the Conference North three years ago, we were bottom of the NSL. So I think <laughs> you've just sort of got to enjoy it. Um, it's a great day out. It, yeah, it's the distance, but it's an opportunity for the players to prove themselves. It's an away day for the fans. and It's, it's massive for the club, um, so i think it's just a case of rather than look at the problems enjoy what's good about it and um try and make sure we compete in every game
1: look, look towards the positives I, i'm i'm not going to push you on players because i know june the 1st is is the day when um the fa say you can actually announce new signings and all things like that um i would assume though that both yourself and craig have already, and if not already, are working very hard to strengthen what is a very good setup.
2: Yeah, I think we're probably busier now than we were during the season. Um, it's pretty relentless. Obviously, going up a league, it opens more doors for more players. And also, um, in terms of Nottinghamshire, other than we've got Baseford and Carlton, um, but the fans make a huge difference. Um, players want to come to the football club now. So we've got players ringing us up all the time. Um, but it's something we have to assess. Obviously, the lads have worked hard to get us where we are, so F1 will be given a chance. But I think new faces have to come in. It is a big step up. Uh, it's about getting the balance right, really.
1: Of course, cool, Slow Seven, now the third highest-ranked team in the county, aren't they, outside the league team? Well, no, the fourth, because your lot's sort of gone down to non-league football, so sorry, Steve. <laughs> 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 so, behind yeah, county, as, as, as you said, Basford and um, Carlton sit... Flow, and and um, people like me, who was born and brought up at L- Lowfields, it, you just can't imagine it.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing that we need to do. Um, it's going to be tough next season, there's a lot of tests, but we've just got to look at how far we've come, where we are, and even, yes, on placings in the league, if you look at attendances, um, there's only Baseford, that have got, I think, about 12 more than us this year, so there's every chance we could be... I nearly slipped up there because of Notts County. I was going to say the biggest non-league club in Nottinghamshire (laughs) on support. Uh, But that won't happen. But I won't include Notts County on that. But it's also, uh, it's hard to believe you could feasibly say Forest, Notts County, Mansfield, Newark. Yeah. Um, But that's where we are. Um, It's all right talking about the Worcesters and Warsaw Woods. But attendance-wise, we can compete. Um, with support, so we've just got to make sure we compete on the pitch.
1: I did see a stat at the weekend that I was going to bring up later on this this week, and it was um, non-league football sort of one to six. Some sort of Stockport County, or the best attended, um, supported club in non-league football, right down, right through all the steps to step seven, and the two hundred and fortieth best supported team in the old of England is New Surf. and that ain't yeah, bad going.
2: No, and you look at the time in which it's been done, I remember when was languished at the bottom of the NSL and uh, we probably had about 20, 30 come to watch. So it, hopefully it will still grow, it will improve if we can perform on the pitch. But yeah, like you say, it, it's it's ridiculous to think and it's something that the whole town should be proud of really, but we need to perform to keep the fans coming. Um,
1: in a couple of weeks' time, Steve, when you and Craig, or probably both of you, come into this show to unveil the some exciting new signings. Um, but before then, um, I think you've got probably got one of the most important signings, if not the most important signing, um, sorted out and signed up over the weekend. Uh, people in the past, Wilbur, Dave Ersfield, all those guys have done a cracking job. The man that you've got now for your full-time secretary is one of the top football administrators in this county and that is one heck of a queue. Kevin Presland is back in football
2: Yeah that's massive um, it was the first time I had a chance to speak to him properly um, in the week we had a meeting um, and, and, I bet, I,
1: and, and I bet he knew all about you
2: <laughs> Yeah I'm sure he does yep. <laughs> um, but yeah his knowledge um, his experience uh, you can't buy it, it's massive for the club and I think people sort of underestimate how important the committee, the team behind the scenes are um, obviously Dave Crampton came in and did a job for us. Tricky job, yeah. yeah. And and it's vital, um, especially now as we're progressing. That that team gets bigger, um, but F1 plays a role and it's important off the pitch. If you get that right, you've got every chance of getting it right on the pitch. So yeah, it's it's big for the club, and it's just little things that perhaps people don't see all the time where we're moving forward um, all over um, from the top all the way down to the bottom, and that helps um get three points on a saturday
1: the jigsaw is um i, I can't wait I, I i you know i mean you know i, I did the announcement yesterday morning on on, on our social media pages new York flow survey v worcester city lee hughes was playing at centre four for worcester city last season
0: okay yeah, he's, not well, a, he's
1: not a patch on ty- ties that we know that but <laughs> come on
2: <laughs> well yeah obviously lee hughes to me is a big nuts fan um i remember i, I remember when he went there and uh to be fair, playing against Worcester City was a, a pipe dream then, um, but it's happening. So, like I keep saying, let's go enjoy for it. it and let's, yeah, en- and let's, let's it.
1: enjoy every minute of it.
2: Yeah, I felt like towards the end of last season, perhaps um, the pressure got to the players a little bit. It'll be nice this time. We can go out, play with no pressure, no fear, and um, just enjoy it. And if we get results, brilliant. Um, but most importantly, we enjoy the experience, uh, enjoy the days out. And, and that's uh, exactly, how to, on the map.
1: exactly how to look. What, one final one while I'm waiting, um, while you're with us. Uh, I know you keep your eye on, on local football. Um, Southwell City beating Stapleford 6-1 in the final of the cup that you won 12 months ago. I'm so pleased with Southwell. They're on our doorstep. Um, they've always been a cracking little club. Um, that's a brilliant victory for them.
2: Yeah, massive, to be fair. I think Stapleford would have gone into it as clear favourites. They won the league. Um, but to be fair to Southwell, they've got a young side, they're developing well, uh, they've progressed this year, and they'll probably expect to have a go at the title next year. So, um, yeah, congratulations to them. Um, a, a not just an upset, 1-0 would have been an upset, so to turn in that performance, congratulations to everyone at the club, and it's good that local clubs are achieving.
1: It's, it, it, it's fantastic, so well well done Southwell, well done Flo, Um Come on, it's still me. So, a couple of weeks' time, we'll talk to you again, and you can tell me of, uh, hopefully... Some star names that we can be all watching next season.
2: Yep, that's the planet aim of that We want to be where we are. Lovely. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Man United may well have the theatre of dreams. We've got Lowfields. <laughs> planet Lowfields. I mean, you were talking there about at Lowfields from top
3: to bottom. So you're to Kirky and now you're speaking to the bottom, are you, the club? Yeah. Yes. F- fair enough, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it, hon- honestly, it, it's, it's just... just it's it's, it's yeah. like every day is like Christmas. It really is for, for people associated with that club. It is
1: just absolutely remarkable. We'll try and get five minutes later on. If not, it'll have to go to Thursday. But I do want to talk a lot more about the weekend's activities at FlowServe with the announcement of this league and with... Um, what, a, what I think is going to be your best signing by a country mile, KP?
3: There is actually a typing error on the um, Radio Newark uh, announcement. There that. normally is? Yeah. Kevin Prestland has been described as one of the countries. Yes, I saw that. Not the counties. No, I. One of the countries. Yes. I say
1: leave that so in. So where's the typing th- error? Th- that doesn't need to be corrected. Where is. Told, where's the typing error? Exactly. I, I would put that man. Mm. And I'm biased because I've worked with him. I would put that man. If I had to sort of form a football club at any level, that's my number one choice as secretary. I don't care if I'm at the top or at the bottom.
3: I've 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 known Kevin Prestland as long as I've been involved in football in the town. And uh, he has
1: forgotten more about football than I will ever know. But he'll have you running around, I've got no <laughs> doubt about that. Right, we're going to change to cricket now, and Tony's off um, to do his receptionist duties and make uh, yet another phone call for me while I tell you what's coming up later on this week on Radio New at Sport. Tomorrow night, Jan Bailey and Philippa Clark are coming in. Jan, of course, spent many years watching Adam Holland disappear into the distance. Now his top dog in Newark has gone and got himself injured, but he's just about fit again and raring to go. But both Jan and Philippa both have a love of American football. I don't. So they're going to come in and try and explain why they think it is remotely a sport. Wednesday night, we're going to meet Adam Stevenson and Mick Goodwin as it's a chairman's night. Um they of course are the hierarchy at Collingham Football Club they're going to pop in fantastic season for the under 18s five trophies the Sunday team won a trophy the first team finished third in the Central Midlands but the big but the size of the pitch so we'll see what they're going to say to us Matt Redyard is out here on Thursday night and he's going to tell us about a massive football match that's coming up over the weekend and we talked talk to Gary Edgington, of course. Cricket season has finished and we're going to try and talk to Gary every Thursday night as he, look forward, he looks forward to the weekend's cricket. Uh, but uh, back to the telephone lines and it's time to talk to our Harry. We've got the proper Harry, not Harry Redknapp. Harry Atkinson. Harry, good evening. Harry, you're not there, Harry. You should be there, Harry, but you're not there, Harry. Tony, you're going to have to try again, my old mate, if you would, please. everything sort of set up here. But Tony's going to try Harry again to see where he's um, he's got to. So, Thursday nights is um, Matt, Matt Um If you go back a year ago, you'll remember his goal. And I've got absolutely no doubt he will tell you about that goal again. It was a cracking, a cracking goal. Um, and we go back to Gary. He's going to join us from Devon. Um, to save me doing all the work and trying to figure out all the cricket matches that's going to be played, Gary can do all the odd work and and tell and tell us what's being played. We're struggling a little bit to get hold of Harry Atkinson. It's uh, the, the phone line seems to have gone. Tony's got him again, I think. Right, shall we go with attempt two with Harry? Hi. Harry, how are you there? Hi. Hi, I've got you this time. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Signals a bit. What do
4: you think?
1: Okay, um, I can hardly pick up with you. So let's go with it and see what it sounds like. Um, right, a defeat, um, a trip to Leicestershire, and a defeat. But you're still sitting top of the table, so that's not that's not so bad. But uh, I know we all, everybody played cricket and got a full match in on Saturday. But it won't. It wasn't a cricketing day, was it? No, it, wasn't. it
5: was a good day to win the toss and bowl, which I did. So it quite um, no, it didn't go to plan on Saturday. So, um, it was um I knew it was going to be a tough game for them. Five players down from the previous Saturday, both opening bowls and
1: both opening. We were very stretched. Harry, so. right, I'm going to have to cut it short, mate, because I can hardly hear a word that you're saying. So we'll try and do it a bit better. Um, we'll try and get you in a better reception area next week, but uh, I can't pick up on you. But uh, we'll catch up if you can hear me, Harry. We'll catch up with you next week. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work, that's the, that's the mobile phones for you. And uh, We're going to try again with David Lynn, the captain of Bolton Cricket Club. This is The Weekend Wrap, and you are listening to Radio New Sport. OK, um, let's see if we can get a bit better reception as we turn our attention to Bolton Cricket Club, who went to Wollerton and won a massive, massive 20 points, and the best birthday present the captain's ever had. Linney, good evening.
5: Hello,
1: you all right? How you doing? Am I, that, am I right? The best birthday present you've ever had? Uh,
5: well, bad. <laughs> i bad. i the best one, but
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> um, I mean, to go to Woolerton and come back with 20 points, I mean, that's a massive, massive 20 points. It gets you on the scoreboard, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it?
5: does. Um, yeah, because obviously, a couple of weeks beforehand, we'd lost to Bridgeford, so um, we targeted them two early games in the season to we'll get some decent wins with them first two, because obviously we played them both last year. So they were sort of, early games, that were thugs, trying to get off to a good start. So when we lost at Bridgeford, and didn't pick up many points, yeah, yeah. it was really important to get
1: twenty against Wollaston. Um, tell me, um, who was the stars? How did our young star Tom Shepherd get on?
5: Uh, he got another two wickets on. Another back, two, so, Yeah,
1: What a yeah, find. They
5: all, they all bowled really well. Um, they, they all bowled really well, to be fair, because we, we batted first. Um, only got 159 so we let ourselves down really with the bandit because they're not well it's not one of the strongest sides we're going to play against this year so a few of us got starts on Saturday but no one made a big score and got anything sort of a lot of us made 10s 15s but no one went 50 plus and sort of anchored the innings so when we went to bowl we knew we had to bowl sort of really tight lines compared to what we bowled at Bridgeford um, and asked the lads basically just go back to basics bowl top of off stump try and Sort of ball the opposition out and just work on your sort of.
4: Ranks.
5: Everyone did that really. Just um, Dobby and Tom Shepherd opened the bowl in. Tom got an early wicket of their, one of their openers, he got them out, uh, caught behind. Um, and Dobby just bowled really tight from the other end, so it so created quite a bit of pressure. Um, but um, Daniel Pinfold came on in the middle sort of overs and he, I think he picked up four wickets on Shepard, he bowled really well. Um, but again, yeah, Tom came back on at the end and got another wicket and Scott Barnsdale, I sort of didn't bowl him at the start, so I wasn't sure whether the game is suited. Um, he came on and bowled the last four overs from one end and picked up two wickets as well. So it was really pleasing. All the lads sort of listened to what we'd sort of tried to drill into them before we went out to field and sort of executed the plan perfectly. Really.
1: That's uh, what. And that's what it's all about. And um, yeah. all of a sudden, a good twenty points away, and everybody's got a smile on yeah, their exactly. face. I, I went to. Um, to Bolton, to the playing field, to have a look at um, your seconds against Long Eaton. On, that was yeah. my sort of match of the afternoon. Um, and you've got young Tom Shepherd with the first team. They've yeah. got two 13-year-olds making the debuts in Connor yeah. Ross and Ben Clipsham. Connor, Ross, Connor Ross, Ross is the, yeah. I'm told, the son of, of, of the opener for the seconds, yeah, and Ben Clipsham, yeah. a third generation Clippo playing for the club.
5: It's Sam, Ben's his dad.
1: <laughs> right, right, okay, right. Sam then.
5: Right, so, uh, Sam's Ben's youngest, well, ben, Ben's oldest lad. Um, so he made his debut on Saturday. Um, I think he played probably played on so Saturday. Uh, so he's got quite high hopes. He's a promising leg spinner. So hopefully, he can continue to develop in the twos and sort of pick up some wickets and some runs when he gets a bat. But yeah, it's, it's looking good. We've got quite a few young players coming through.
1: Well, that, that, um, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, that that that's. Tom, and those two from the weekend, you're yeah. beginning to formulate the future of the club, aren't you? Yeah,
5: yeah last, uh, not forgetting, obviously, um, Jack Good as well. He's come over from, from Newark as well with Tom. Um, he played for us on Saturday. He made his first team debut on Saturday. And Ryan Charles, who we picked up from Bottisford, Um, All three of them have done really well Sort of when they've played so far. Ryan and, Ryan and Tom especially played last two weeks. Uh, Jack played on Saturday, but they've all shown... That they're very capable players and able to play at that level. So we've got ahead for the next few
4: years. They can sort
5: of be the spine of the team, and obviously some of the younger lads coming through the seconds as well. They're a few, few years behind them in terms of age and development, but hopefully next sort of five or six years they'll be all first team regulars as well. So it's it's looking promising for the future.
1: <laughs> Conor Ross's innings coincided with their opening bowler coming uh-huh. back on, and it was noticeable that. Um, he, he slowed down for the first couple of balls right, for yeah. Connor. The second one of which was ceremoniously dumped over the infield for a four. <laughs> yes, Shall we yeah. say the third one was a little bit quicker? <laughs> a bit quicker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then it was nice there. to see that they played fair with him as well. There was go- yeah, it was good yeah. bowling, but it wasn't. It wasn't silly well, bowling. It was bowling. Right it wasn't bowling at him. And I was. I, I was. Pleasantly surprised to see that, so well well done to, yeah. to Long Eaton for that. Obviously after he dumped him before he got a quicker one, but
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> the smile <laughs> on the young man's... You know, people say, why do you watch local sport? The smile on his face when that ball crossed the boundary had to be seen to be believed. Yeah,
5: yeah, I've heard, I've heard he made a few more so uh, I think the lads are really happy with that. he got on, both him and Sat. So. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, really pleasing.
1: It's, uh, it's 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 what it's all about. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it is. All right, mate. We'll catch up with you. Um, it's bank holiday next Monday, so we won't we, good, don't yeah. wait, we don't we don't work bank holidays. So we'll try no. and arrange something for <laughs> uh, for Tuesday or Wednesday. All right. No worries. Okay no. then. Thank you. Well,
0: cheers. Thanks,
1: anyway. Bye bye. And you know, Tony, we've said time and time again that cricket clubs. It happened at your club, Newark R and M. All got old together. Mm. And to see these 213 13-year-olds make the debuts... OK, it's Division H, but uh, hey-ho, it's, it's adult cricket yeah. to make the debuts and not look out of place. I mean, Conor Ross is about two foot six tall. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> but he didn't look out of place.
3: I can remember when um, uh, I was with uh, the 3rd eleven for uh, Newark R&M and we went to... Uh, Darkest Leicestershire, I think, and uh, Matt Andrew walked out uh, to, to bat for us, and I think it was Wimeswold or something. It doesn't matter anyway. But 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 basically they had a, they had a girl in the team, and when Matt walked out with his helmet virtually resting on his chest, and his bat was about t- twice as big as him, I'm not talking you and you uh, and basically she um <coughs> she went oh, and I just I just
1: said to her wait till you see him back. Tony I'm just going to stop you because you can't beat live radio can you? Uh, we talked about Tom Shepard last week, we talked about Tom Shepard this week and it just so happens walking past the screening studio one here at Sport HQ is Tom's dad. Um, how proud are you and how proud is he? Six um f- three wickets first yeah, week? Yeah, two wickets? You know it's it's Spot on, isn't
0: it? Well, I'm proud. Obviously, I've got I've got another son, Joshua, who also plays cricket for Coddington and Winthorpe. So I'm just as proud as it, uh, with him as well. Um, good to see him bowling. He said to me on Saturday evening, he wants to be faster. So that's the plan that he's going to try and work on a little bit with his speed. But he's still only 17, So, um, but he's loving playing with Boulderton. I've got to say, the lads there have just took to him so well um, and just encourage him left, right and centre.
1: I mean, I know you spent a long time during the winter with him and you was debating on what is going to be best for him because it, it, it is a big move because with cricket, generally... Yep. You get in with a club, that's your club for life. That's yeah, the way it yeah, seems to absolutely. happen. Um, he'd, I won't say he'd outgrown his previous club, but he, had, he, was, he was looking now yeah. for a challenge. He, he,
0: was, he was ready to move on. I think he, was, he wanted to be more, far more serious about his cricket. And to be, to be that serious, you have to move up the divisions. And he's made a big jump, because think at the time they were Division L, and now he's jumped to Division A which is a massive jump for him but he didn't jump on his own I heard Jack Good being mentioned there as well and he and Jack really have played in the same team for, well, Tom was 14, Jack was 15 when they first came together playing for Coddington and Winthorpe Um, and those two just really get on with each other sort of complement each other a little bit in the way that they play so um, the moves happen now Um, he's he's loving playing and to get the first win on Saturday which was a tight game you know there were times where you were thinking Boulderton unfortunately had lost it a little bit they were just getting a bit comfortable then a wicket went and then you know they were just getting comfortable again then a wicket went and they just kept chipping away but what was really nice to see was the team itself because it wasn't down to a bowler. It wasn't down to, even though the wicketkeeper took some great catchers, you know, very close catchers. It was down to everybody because they were all encouraging each other to play well. That's
1: what you alluded to at the start of this because yeah. it is a massive jump and the Division A is a very, very good standard of yeah. cricket. And there's going to be days when he's going to be watching the ball go flying back over his head. It, it is going to happen. Yeah. The Bolton lads... I would hope and expect are just taking them under his wing yeah. and just saying you know do this do that do the other
0: well i think when it started to get you know a bit tight runs were starting you know th- there was 40 runs then there was 30 runs and um, you know and so you've not got a lot to play with and it was interesting watching the, the more senior members Lynne and various people coming over to tom and having a chat about how to play this? That they, they'd got the experience of seeing what that, that batter did and didn't like, and sort of encouraging him to bowl certain lines, you know, on his pads and various things like that. And they were doing that every other over, you know, coming in, having a good chat, and then off he went trying to do it. So, you know, Are
1: you enjoying watching Division I, A. I,
0: I look, I mean. On Saturday, I was filming him because he's doing his A-levels. Um, and so we have to get all this evidence and all the rest of it. So it was a bit difficult because I was watching a screen on one thing to make sure I'd got everything in focus, but also looking up. Um, and one six was hit. Um and that was put straight over the pavilion. And I was worried about the camera because it's my eldest <laughs> son's camera. So I had to move that out of the way just in case. Um, but it actually flew straight over my head, so it wasn't a problem at all.
1: You could have caught, caught it. I,
0: but I couldn't. It was about 20 <laughs> feet above me. It so like a salmon. <laughs> it was massive. It?
1: <laughs> <coughs> Bill, thank you so much. No thank problem you for popping in. A, a, well, you can't beat having a proud dad to talk to. <laughs> Indeed.
0: Thanks, mate. <laughs>
1: <coughs> Anyway. Tony, I cut you off in in your prime there, but I couldn't miss that op- opportunity. I, um, you, you know, you weren't missing. Out, I was just rambling. Well, like you normal. was, yeah. Um, you yeah, a proud, a proud dad, and it's. I'll tell you if I can get time at the end of sort of the weekend that I've had and with these young young youngsters. But are you going to just um try and get all the pipes for me? Yep, um, salmon. and we'll see what um David's got to say about a a batting collapse. I wouldn't uh, miss it.
3: any anyway about the prospect of seeing Phil eat like a salmon there
1: you go you see that's um i'm sure if necessary he would have done right next up on our our list it's of course a trip to dalefield with um with um david pipes and uh it's been a not the start that collingham would have wanted by any stretch of the imagination but uh hey ho, that's cricket for you and david's going to talk to us about that following that um we've got jaffa mark everington who missed farndon's game on Saturday, or more to the point, Miss Fondon's victory on Saturday. So we'll torment him a little bit about uh, about that. We're going to go back to football and just run you through some of the um, runners and riders of what's changed. In be- it's been a massive, massive weekend for non-league football with the FA announcing, rather strangely, through a newspaper, um, what uh, what is going to be coming up next season in the pyramid. But uh, for now, of course, it's to our Chief Cricket Correspondent, Pipesy, at uh, at Dalefield. And um, probably not a very happy Pipesy, even though he did take three wickets. Um, tell us the story. Hello, mate.
4: Hello, mate. Um, yeah, it was a nice day for once. I think you've alluded to that already. Um I turned up and walked across the ground because the car park's opposite the end of the pitch. Walked across the square, went well, next to it, and literally the pitch, um, eight foot eight wide and twenty two yards long. Must have had a localized shower. It would literally rain on that pitch only, uh, with no covers <laughs> on it overnight, and it was rolled board. And the rest of the square was uh, was nice and dry. So that wasn't a great start. But, course,
1: that's, not across across, a, that's not quite. That's not quite how the groundsman at Collingham put it to me this afternoon. But I can't yeah. repeat the way he put it.
4: No, um, hence why it was a low-scoring match. Um, but luckily we won the toss. and We had first go with it with the ball, and we did OK. Um, we got them 50 for 7, or around about 50 for 7, unfortunately. Two of their guys came off, and put a 60-odd stand-up, took it up to about 110, and then they got another 20 runs as the last two. So we bought them out at 136. Um, I was kind of happy with that, it's at half-time because the pitch was getting a bit easier to bat on although it was slow and low and the old one doing a bit few naughty bits um, was kind of thinking if we applied ourselves and batting well we would go on and, and knock these off um, as it happened we made a good start 50 yards for naught and then they're having an open for us and we just couldn't get going after that we played a few damn shots um, one or two maybe decisions for the umpire uh, but we, we lost momentum and it was all that was 16 so um, not a great day batting wise and a few two bad choices made by uh, a few players at certain times which we which get um, people aren't used to playing on uh, wet wickets these days so um, some of the shots shot selection needed a little bit more thought to be fair
1: I mean, it's obviously, um, if you get a localised shower, you do. Um, it's
4: <laughs> Not usually 22
1: yards. No, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably suggest it's in the rules, but it's not cricket.
4: Yeah, no excuses. and The fact that the, the, the groundsman thought he prepared the wrong pitch or whatever it was, I don't know. But end of the day, it was the it was same for both sides. Uh, Alizia had done that to us before um, We turned up on exactly the same conditions Four years ago And exactly the same happened then So it's not as if it's not happened before But That wasn't the reason why we lost We, we lost with some two re- two one two bits of Paddish cricket from us In, in the batting And um, let them get 60 odd stand For the seventh wicket. So not a great start to the season but it's plenty of time yet, it's plenty of time to move
1: on and you return to Dalefield I assume on, on Sunday and on Saturday even and if the sun shines um, it will yeah. all be a different proposition hopefully, it well. all be well and we'll see you there on, on Saturday, thank you David Oh right, mate, thank you so much see ya. bye sometimes Tony doesn't go right
3: no um, I'd, I'd be interested to see how uh, David's dad described the uh,
1: strip yeah i'll leave that one till just after eight o'clock <laughs> we're not going anywhere near that one <laughs> um elsewhere in local cricket at the weekend in division e flintom at 280 as they beat Notts unity casuals ben hughes with 82 and john arthur with 81 into f and another win for cornton Um they took 24 overs to beat uh, kinaulton score of 111 it was pretty much a low scoring oh, yeah. day. It wanted it was an awful day to play cricket really it was, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was at Callum Road and... Um, and which is where we are now, because New York R&M seconds we were all out for 74 as they chased Oxton's 173, with only four players making double figures. Yeah, I mean, um,
3: Oxton really struggled to 173 as well. And uh, all I can say is that... Um, the tease was good. No, the, the tease were, uh, were absolutely exceptional as ever, but um, we only had 10 players. And... Um, somebody asked me uh, how does that affect cricket and i well basically everything we hit went to a fielder and everything they hit missed so went to the gap yeah just, just, mm-hmm.
1: so basically that, that, that's when 10 men really does affect you um into k and the victory for four hundred and seconds at lardham in the early season tables and they are very early season i think we're only three matches into it for most clubs um Collingham and bolton sit 10th and 11th in division a and who would have put money on that one at the start of the season, Flintham are second in E, Bolton seconds mid-table in H, um, Newark R&M mid-table in J, and Fondon seventh in K. But the highlight, of course, is in D, where it's Newark R&M and, and Fondon one and two. And, you know, that wouldn't surprise me if that's how it was but at yeah, the end exactly. of the season. I'm not saying it's yeah. in that order, yeah. but I um, wouldn't be at all surprised if the two local teams and um, made a fist of it at the end of the season. But something
3: that was quite noteworthy from the weekend's cricket, and that was the bit of history was made at Kellam Road. It was the first time I've umpired sober. So that was... Uh, did they know any different? They, 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 they did, actually, when they went up for LBW decisions, and I turned them down because I could actually
1: judge whether the ball was going to hit the wicket or not. So uh, th- th- that was certainly a turning point. Let's turn our attention to football for a few minutes, and as everybody knows by now, because it's been all over the media and in the non-league paper, which is the FA's new official outlet, <laughs> um, <laughs> they've announced levels one to six for next yes. season. Um, level step seven, where Collingham and New York Town are, we've still got that joy to come whenever the non-league paper's out again. Do I sound bitter about that? Um, well, I don't anyway, know it's,
3: it's, it's, very, it's very good publication.
1: It is. I've picked a few snippets up. Um, I'm going back to the East Midlands counties where FlowSave was. Last season and joining that happy band of men are Dunkirk, Bolsover, Hucknall, and Shirebrook. So I thought it was a tough league last season. Mm. <laughs> it's a massively tough league this season. It looks like they've actually relegated Arnold to step seven, which they should do. They finished bottom. Yeah. Um, and I know the history of the club and all that, but they finished bottom. So mm. they should be relegated, the, Step 7.
3: They the, the should be, but we both thought that um, the FA might pull a few strings
1: with that one. Now, Ollerton, which has absolutely amazed me, with Renough and Clipston in it, Ollerton are still expected to travel 20 miles north of Doncaster.
3: Mm.
1: I cannot see the logic in that one.
3: Well, it's, 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 it's difficult to sort of work out the logic
1: because otherwise Flo Serve wouldn't be playing in the Devon and Cornwall League would they well this is true um, into the Northern Counties East League Step 6 which is another one where Flo Serve could have gone um, Brig Town from the Lincolnshire League Hall Road Rangers from Hull um, Harrogate Railway a name you'll know yeah um, the newly formed North Ferriby and <laughs> Ritford have, have all so yeah a newly formed club goes straight into Step 6 yeah okay Har- Har- Harrogate Railway uh, headline writer's dream <laughs> yeah um, you've been tracking them for years, haven't you? <laughs> is that the signal to stop? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Harworth looked like they've been relegated, Step 7. Yeah. Which is after one season, which proves how tough Step 6 is. Which, you know, everybody says, oh, Flosele should have won it. And, yeah, maybe they're disappointed they didn't. But oh, couldn't hack it at all. And they've been relegated. Grantham, who hadn't got a clue where they was going to be, going north or south, they've stayed in the Evo stick Prem northern side of it so pretty much the same for them Mm. um the national league north fixture which is the one um an interesting one oxford city against Blythe spartans and that's a league match in the national league north so as they think oxford city (laughs) are in the north (laughs) you watch that be a tuesday night (laughs) Ah, the con- I, 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 I know it must be difficult, and it's easy to sit here and criticise. And it must be difficult, but it's not that difficult. Basically, you get a map out and a pin, and crack on. Yeah, but you have still got to get the teams in there. And one final piece of football news, and that's Gateshead. Apparently, need ninety thousand, ninety-five thousand pounds by Wednesday or face closure. End of. Really. And oldershot who was relegated in the fourth relegation yeah, spot. Yeah. From the National League are sitting there thinking well I do hope a club doesn't go bust like we did but if they do we're back in the we're back in the National League. Oh that's shocking news about Gateshead. Well it's a fantastic stadium they've got there but it looks very much like it's going to be empty next season.
3: It's not only a fantastic stadium but it's a lovely club with lovely people. It it is so um,
1: we'll see Still to come my look back at what was an absolute classic weekend for me and our first chat of the season to the one and only jaffa my headlines are martin hill leads farndon to victory let's see what uh, mark Everington makes of all that because he actually missed the victory um at the weekend uh welcome back it must be summer because uh, mark's back on the radio um a week later than everybody else but we'll we'll give you that week off uh you start personally mark you started the season very well yeah uh back yeah, and
6: Yeah, the uh, bat was very interesting. It could have gone either way, to be honest. We were a bit behind the run rate, so it was a case of either go out and have a go or uh, roll over and have your belly tickled. So I decided I was going to go out and have a go and came off, and to be honest, I was a bit disappointed in the end with with how I got out and possibly we uh, should have kicked on, but uh, that was a disappointing one to lose, to be honest, because they got 20 or so more than they should have done and we didn't bat very well, to be honest.
1: But um, Farndon's had a, a start to the season. I think you're going to be quite happy with.
6: Um, yes, yeah, we we're obviously I think second at the moment after three games. But to be honest, until you get to the end of June and the weather's sorted itself out, but you don't really know what's going on. To be honest, and see where people are in the league. We're, we're, to be honest, I think we're disappointed. We haven't got three out of three to be honest. we Like I say, we should have won at Westbridge Fordians. Uh, first game of the season was Hicklin and we bowled well um, and Martin and Ian Robinson did the majority of the work to uh, get us pretty much the score. It's one of those games where whoever bowls first has got a chance due to the conditions. Um, like I say, if we'd have won at Westbridge Fordians three out of three, we'd have been sitting pretty at the top but unfortunately we lost and um but, he's not done too much damage, because everyone seems to have beaten each other over the first few weeks of the season.
1: It's uh, Yeah, I think that's probably the case. And But you, you're getting started. Is it pretty much um, the finding of last season, or have you freshened up um, anywhere?
6: P- pretty much. We've got um, James O'Leary's come back from Boulderton, which is a, a big bonus, because he's um, a really good player, certainly in Division D. He's a hell of a player. Um, and we've got Sean McGuinness back after he had a had a year off last year, who's... Um, good with back ball and in the field generally so generally other than that it's the same fun and like I've said to you over the years mate we don't change too much we're not one of these clubs who <laughs> has a high turnover players people who come here tend to like to stay because we have a good atmosphere in the club and um, we don't actively go out looking for players to make saying he might come for a season he might come for two seasons we like people to come and stay because we're a good club we have a good atmosphere and that's that's what we like
1: I think if you take out what happened off the season, out, out of your control last time, you would have been in the promotion spot last season. And I know yep. you said you all play cricket because you enjoy playing cricket. Yeah. Um, are we? Is there a concerted effort for promotion this time, or is it just oh. let's see where we go?
6: No, the the, the effort is to go out and win every game. We, that's that's the way we play. I don't I don't like saying well we need this sort of amount of points by such and such. You don't know how things can plan out because you might say you want x amount of points after six games and get the three of them called off we want to go out hopefully turn up every saturday the weather rolls off we have a good summer and we win every game that's that's the way we go about things um we're very disappointed we lost at westbridge fordians we want to win the league that means we want to go out win every game and win the league that's that's how we play the game
1: and uh, that's how the game should be played as um as well Mark, yeah. love it love it to have you back on the radio. Um, we'll Thanks. catch up with you again next week. It may not be a Monday, because it's bank holiday, of course, and uh, we don't do bank holidays. Um, OK. But, um, we'll catch you. I'll be in contact in the week, and uh, <coughs> we'll have another chat about, hopefully, another victory.
6: Yeah, it be very nice. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Have a Thanks. good week. And you, bye-bye. Bye.
1: And so that's our run-through of the cricket. A good weekend for some, and not such a good weekend for others. I have good news. In
3: my... Uh, position as a crossing patrol executive um i actually have a very keen eye every day on on the weather forecast and my, my latest weather forecast update no rain until next tuesday so we could get a good
1: weekend of cricket well it'd be nice if the sun actually managed to put in an appearance on a saturday afternoon
3: and is collingham bald and rearranged for bank holiday? this bank holiday no
1: oh, it's right. going to be a friday night later on in the uh-huh. year. it's just a question of getting everybody together i think yeah I know you went to the Williall Cup final. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Yeah. Um, my weekend started on Friday night um, when um, Sharon and I was guests of the Newark Rugby Club girls at their presentation. Yeah. Which was very, very nice and a wonderful evening was was um, was had. Um, Mark and Claire Dob stepping down after five, five years. Mark's still going to be a, a coach, but not head coach so it was a bit a little bit emotional as you've said before if everybody only wants to make a film <laughs> uh, and that was actually mentioned on on the night as well on um it's um, on my little speech um but the bit i want to talk about on here is that jess weaver who we said a couple of weeks ago led england at under 18s at the principality stadium yeah. um she did a absolutely wonderful speech thanking mark for all his 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 yeah. efforts, and then presented Mark with a England shirt that she had on when she walked out as captain oh. as a thank you for all he's done. And as usual, there wasn't a dry eye <laughs> in in the building. There never is when it comes to the Rugby Club <laughs> girls, you know that. Um, and Been then there, Mark presented it to New Rugby Club to put up yeah. on the wall with all the over bits and as wow. it was said last week to dust state you know history is still being made yeah i mean um, i
3: i'm sure i'm right in saying that would be indeed a piece of history it would be the first england girls representative shirt up there wouldn't it yes so
1: uh, i mean the bad, the claire hodnet shirt is, is up there for when she refereed yeah yeah um an international yes. um but this is the first time a girl as you know, and captain, under 18, it's fantastic. And what a gesture, what a gesture by you.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show this equality thing is rubbish, isn't it? I mean, we'll never catch up with them, will we? No, we won't. <laughs> and there's about 150 in that room. I oh, yeah. was at Norwood Park Golf Club last week, got my driver out and smacked it as hard as I could, connected superbly, and I walked miles and my ball was just past the ladies' teeth quality
1: in my ass <laughs> so i was i was all sort of on a high on friday night um and then i went down to flow serves youth tournament oh yeah on saturday
3: seventy teams involved was
1: causing total chaos in autumn lane <laughs> all day um, I, was, I was told that was like a roadblock yes um <laughs> 70 teams involved from i'm not gonna say all over the county all over the east midlands yeah. um i, I found some of the locals out and did the old camera bit, um, and spent a good couple of hours just wandering around watching youngsters play football. And I didn't see a crossword from any of the kids, any of the parents, anybody. Everybody was running around in all... It's, it's, it's like watching Nance Nest. <laughs> it were all running around in all directions, but Rob Fain had it all under control, and everybody knew where they was going. And it looked like an absolutely brilliant event. Yeah, yeah. So, I was still on a high when I left that. Well, Rob invited
3: invited me to it on uh, Friday night on, on Messenger, I think it's called. On that tablet thing. And uh, I said, sorry Rob, I would love to come. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm just about to go into my
1: two-month window of the cricket season. So, I won't be available till the end of July. <laughs> so, I went down to the playing field as i've already mentioned mm. and saw these two youngsters on oh, i know it's sam and not ben sam and <laughs> and connor and eden of course mainly i went to see eden tranter a regular friend of this this show yeah, and yeah. he um yeah oh it's only a woman bowling Over's one for 29 <laughs> they hadn't got a clue what she had all the bad luck in the world but they hadn't got a clue how to hit her <laughs> They, they really hadn't she'd, she'd that ball was dropping in the same spot bang bang yeah, timing yeah. time out um she had to go and back she hates batting she had to go on back but she nearly she nearly batted that they had to get five from the last four balls so she had to go for the big hevo which she did and she hit an air shot into for a six Wow! i got a wonderful photo and it's on our social media pages of the wickets going in all different directions <laughs> 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 but i'm still on a high because I've been seeing Jess on Friday. I've been seeing the youngsters at Flowserve. Yeah. And and then going watching at the youngsters at Boulderton. Sunday afternoon, I went to the showground to see the Midlinks Youth League presentation to RHP Colts under 15s. Again, every single one of them wore a green tie and a white shirt. Yeah. Every single one of them was there. In a I, I keep going on about kids and why it's important. Friday, twice on Saturday, and Sunday. I know why it's all important. Then I got back home on Sunday evening to be bombarded by numerous messages, as you call them, (laughs) and photos. Um, And you know when we do our monthly award thing? We've now got an overseas award. Yeah. And I've got to mention it, and I know I shouldn't. I've got to mention it. Young Finlay, grandson. Oh, yes. Whitley Bay's under 12s player of the year. Yes. Oh, talk about. Won't be able to get out of that door. (laughs) Talk about. But what a weekend. Starting with Jess on Friday night, going through all that, and then to walk back in on Sunday evening to find that out. Tony, I've had a magical
3: weekend. And and, and you very kindly liked my comments. When I put well done, Finley, lots of love, Tony, brackets, mixed granddad's carer. I thought it was nice of you to like that one.
1: Yes, (laughs) Um, all the stories apart from Finley's are on our. And and Amanda put a heart on it as well. Yes, (laughs) All, all the stories apart from Finley's are on our social media pages. Please go and have a look at them. You know what to do. It's. Radio Newark on Facebook. I, I don't know all the technical names, but just go on to Radio Newark, find right. Facebook, and they're all on there. Or, even better, go on to our website, because all the stories are on there as well, as well as the podcasts. Yeah. So all these shows, for some unerfied reason, are a podcast, and do seem to be quite popular. Um, so go and have a just listen. for legal reasons, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> go and have a listen again. So there's no, there's nothing better than Radio Newark's social media pages that keeps you up to date with sport. And the one that's gone on there tonight, and is already proven successful, and I'm we'll talk about it even more tomorrow night, Harley Price, the goalkeeper that we found <laughs> playing for Choochie Reed, we brought into this studio. Derby County have retained his signature for a second season. All right. How good is that? Excellent. Well, well, well done him. Hey, and this is, this is what it's all about, isn't it? It's the youth of today and, and well done RHP on the Willy Hall Cup ah the Willie Hall Cup tell us about yeah. the Willy
3: Hall Cup Willie Wh- Hall Cup absolutely brilliant um East Bridgeford made a good fist of it but it was always going to be Man City versus Watford and um you know uh, RHP acquitted themselves superbly um Mr. was there anybody sent off no well, it's not like the olden it, days it, so. no, it's not oh, boring it, it, it was a- a- an absolutely lovely occasion big crowd at Lowfields And uh, the weather held off Mostly And it was just A great day out And um, Lewis Chambers Hat-trick Hit the crossbar Absolutely stomping I think there's only Simon Filly-Powich Of Greyhound Has ever scored four In a, was, think so, a yeah. World Cup Final And uh, He was uh, A quarter of paint away From emulating that feat Man of the match And absolutely brilliant I was sat with his family in the uh, stand behind the goal and it was a,
1: a lovely, lovely day out. Good stuff. Tomorrow night, we're going to find out all about American football, which I still don't think is a sport, but I'm sure Jan Bailey and Philip Clark are going to tell me different. We catch up with the Twins and, of course, we talk to Graham on what looks like is going to be a love fest for Newt Striders <laughs> tomorrow night. Coming up next, of course, it's AD a- a- Crampton in his own unique look at the 70s. And I wonder if this week he's going to play Susie Q.